The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. With so many people living longer, the fear of outliving your money becomes a reality for many of us. Will I be a financial burden? Will I outlive my money? How will I be remembered? My name is Neil Himmelstein, president of Main Street Planning Group. Please contact me by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. I will introduce you to strategies that will guarantee you will not outlive your money, that can guarantee you will not be a burden on your loved ones. Through a collaborative approach, we will uncover solutions that offer tax-efficient strategies, lifetime income, and legacy planning. Choice, organization, direction, and education. That is the code we stand behind. Contact MainStreetPlanningGroup.com That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. And listen to me every Friday at 3 p.m. as I host the Main Street Code for Financial Success right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. And you can always reach me at 631-647-4694 or visit my website at MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. When we talk about our code, we talk about choice, organization, direction, and education. And we work with insurance products with advisors, attorneys, accountants, uh, and insurance advisors all across the United States who come to us for advice and advise them of the right products and the right positioning to put you at ease and put you in the right place uh, so you can retire successfully and protect your money and protect your assets, uh, whether it's through its uh, insurance product or an annuity. And we, we put it all together and we hope to be your quarterback in any of your financial planning and that we can help put all the pieces together, where it's the attorney, the accountant, if you don't have one. But you should all have a functioning plan that works for you. You know, in the last couple of weeks, we have been talking a lot about inflation, and we've been talking about interest rates. And one of the things that kind of bothers me and excites me at the same time, I mean, it's, it's bothersome, but with with massive inflation, we are having major interest rate hikes. Now, if you are going to buy a house or you have a mortgage or you need to get a new mortgage, the rates keep coming up and up and up and up. And that's kind of frightening. You know, my daughter actually is looking to buy a house right now. And right before she made her purchase, uh, which she still hasn't done, you know, rates went up a half a point or three quarters of a point. When you're borrowing a lot of money, that's significant. What bothers me more than anything is that the banks have reacted immediately to these rate increases on the borrowing side, yet if you put your money in a bank in a savings account, you can't get 1%. You have to buy, if you buy a CD, the best they're giving you right now is 1% for two years. That's taxed every year and in no way, shape, or form is that keeping up with inflation. You cannot keep up with inflation when you're making 1% and you're taxed and with state and federal taxes, maybe you make three quarters of a percent. So, you know, I've done some comparisons. Over five years, your 100,000 may grow to 104,000, okay, after you pay your taxes. 
and that 104,000 isn't even worth your 100,000 today with inflation that's probably worth about 85,000 in five years. So you're losing money. You're putting money into CDs. It's a certificate of depreciation. And the banks are doing you no favors. They're quick to raise your rate, not quick to protect you as your partner and help you. So what are the alternatives? We've been talking about fixed annuities, which have reacted. Fixed annuities are offered by insurance companies. And insurance companies are reflecting the higher rates to you. You know, over 3% you can get right now. And and the nice thing about annuities is you are not taxed on the annuities until you touch your money. So your money grows and it compounds. You know, tax deferred until you use your, need your money. If you never need it, it just keeps growing and compounding, growing and compounding every year. You're not paying taxes on that money. That's huge. Or you can create an annuity stream. Now, I've talked about the ones that are paying like 3%, and I've talked to you about before about a guaranteed income for life. Many annuities will give you an income stream, like Social Security, that's guaranteed for the rest of your life. The the higher your age, the more the income, because they base it on your lifespan. But they also have annuities that are kind of a combination that will guarantee you an income stream Okay, but if you pass away, the remaining balance will go to your heirs. So if you're 69 or 70, you can get a 6% income stream guaranteed for the rest of your life off of your assets. So if it's $100,000, $6,000 every year guaranteed, you know, you can have it come in your checking account every month, every month. So for making plans and whatever's left behind goes to your heirs, what a great thing. Now, in the past, there's been a lot of people that have sold variable annuities. You may have one of these variable annuities that have all these features to them. You know, but you have to pay for that. And in the variable annuities, um, I'm not saying that they're bad, but many of the variable annuities in the last 10 years were sold on that premise of this guaranteed income stream, but they don't realize that the underlying assets are being invested in mutual fund type of accounts. So while you have that income stream guaranteed, your account could go down to zero. So if your account goes down to zero in that variable stream, um, you still guaranteed your income, but that pot of money you wanted to leave behind disappears. And there's a cost to that. Usually there's a cost, and this is one of the knocks on annuities, is that there are costs involved for everything. So in the variable annuities, they have a cost associated with that, plus there's a cost for managing the funds. It could cost up to 3 4% of your performance by having these options and bells and whistles in your variable annuity. Now, if the market's going strong, you hardly even notice it. That's great. It's a, it, there's some great features there. They also have these now on fixed, what I call a fixed annuity, and fixed index annuities. Okay, what I like about the fixed annuity is I can get a, a fixed rate. An index annuity is a unique item that some people don't know about. And typically in the state of New York, an index annuity 
will guarantee you that your money will grow by at least 1% a year, which is all the bank is promising you. But if the S&P does well, you can participate in the market without having any downside risk. So you could probably get up right now up to 5%, let's say, if the market does well. Um, and if the market goes negative 10%, you still get 1%. So your money is locked in and secure. So it's another way of buying a fixed asset in an index annuity or a fixed annuity or an income annuity or a combination. And if you have an annuity, and I have to say this, products are changing all the time. People don't look at what they have. You may have bought an annuity many years ago and maybe it's at 1%. Or you may have money sitting in the bank waiting for a rainy day, sitting at 0% or 1%. We want to make sure you maximize all of your money, whether it's sitting around or not sitting around. You want to maximize all your dollars because, listen, in retirement, we're going to need that money. And with inflation, you're going to need more money. Your money has to grow even if you're not. Your money has to grow and you may need an income to cover your fixed expenses so you don't have to think about it every time the market goes up or down. And the market is going to continually be turbulent. The Fed is saying we're going to continually raise interest rates this year. So that because of the inflation, it's all going to feed on itself. And the last time I remember this happening, um, when this all occurred, it's all coincident, not coincidental, but I remember buying a house in 2008, I think it was, uh, whenever the Iran-Contra thing was, and the price of oil went crazy. And all of a sudden, interest rates jumped from borrowing rates when I bought my first house. It must have been longer ago than that. Uh, maybe we're talking 96. Uh, but whatever it is, the interest rates jumped up. Okay, as the oil prices jumped up and we had an issue with oil, all of a sudden, everything jumped and went haywire. So you have to pay attention to all these factors that are going on. And we recommend that you give us a call if you have any concerns at 631-647-4694. You're listening to Neil Himmelstein. I'm your host of the Main Street Code for Financial Success. You can always reach me on my website at MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. And we're going to come back right after break. Thank you. To the Main Street Code for financial success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. And before the break, we were talking about annuities and banks and interest rates and how you can protect yourself. And certainly reach out to us so we could talk to you how you can protect yourself. One of the other things you may have purchased over your lifetime is a permanent life insurance, whether you're considering one or you have a permanent life insurance policy. What do I mean by a permanent life insurance policy? We're talking about a whole life or a universal life or a variable universe or an index universal life. Now, permanent life insurance policies can be like a black box. 
you know, what's inside? What are all the mechanisms? You know, most people, they buy insurance, they, they put it in their drawer and they forget about it. But insurance has been evolving and changing, well, in this market every month, but, you know, every year it changes. The products change, the interest rates change, the expenses change. How does that all change from what you bought maybe five years ago, 10 years ago? Well, that's part of the black box and the mystery of life insurance. And you really should have it reviewed. And I talk about this all the time about having it reviewed. And let me just tell you what's in that black box just a little bit, because this will help you tremendously. And again, you can try and review it yourself. Don't, don't review it just yourself. Please reach out to us. We're happy to review any policy you have or any trust you have and make sure that it's working for you. So when you get a policy statement on a permanent life insurance program, um, whether it be whole life or universal life or, or any permanent plan, when you get that policy statement, most people take that policy statement, they either throw it away or they put it in a file. But they don't look at that statement. They say, okay, yes, I have life insurance. I know it. I, I, I'm kind of guilty sometimes of the same thing. I'll put my statement aside. But you want to turn that statement over. On the back of it, it's very detailed where your premium dollars are going. So there's going to be a column for premium expenses, which is, which is a load on the money that you put in. There's a problem for cost of life insurance. There's also a column for interest that you earned. And then there's an overall cash value at the end. Now, if you start seeing that cash value go down, you better call us. Because what happens is, if that cash runs out of the insurance policy, you're in danger of it lapsing or, or needing to come up with more money down the road. Okay, or it could be going into a loan status if you're not paying enough premium. Now, why would it, that happen? Well, if you bought many policies, like a universal life, one of the things it does is it's less expensive in the beginning, but your actual costs go up as your life expectancy becomes less. So it gradually goes up in price, and if you're not putting enough money in, you will start to see that money dwindle. The worst thing that could possibly happen is you've had a policy for 20 or 30 years and all of a sudden you're 75 or 80 and there's no money left and the policy is going to lapse unless you come up with huge amounts of money or your parents or your grandparents may be in that situation and they're not paying attention and you're like, oh my goodness. And if you let some of these policies lapse, you could be taxed on the gain. Because all that gain that you have from your cash, which is either paid by dividends or interest rate or a variable rate, all that is not taxed inside your life and policy unless you have a huge gain. Even if you surrender the policy or lapse the policy with that gain in it, the government will come back and tax you even if you have a big, that unrealized gain at your regular income tax bracket when that policy collapses. So what we like to do is there's many times we'll do what we call a loan rescue. Sometimes these policies 
particularly whole life policy, may have a big loan on it. Maybe you use that money, which was nice. It was easy. Listen, I wanted to buy a house. I wanted to buy a building. You know, John McCain, when he was running, running for president, took $80,000 out of his insurance policy or $800,000 and helped it fund his campaign. He paid it back. But, you know, if you don't pay it back, that loan starts to accrue interest. And then all of a sudden, you're not taxed on it. You pay it back. That's great. But there's a lot of people that'll take those money out and they never pay it back. And all of a sudden, their policy's in danger. And if they don't pay that money back and they let that policy lapse, they get taxed big. All those dividends, all those years, now all of a sudden become taxable in that one year. And that could lead to financial ruin. We have ways of rescuing those policies by taking the money and either refinancing that, because a lot of the older policies have high interest rate, or we put it in a policy that has a lower interest rate and pay the loan back from some of the cash you have built up. So there's various techniques and something you should really look at inside your life policies. Not all life policies are the same. And we talk about that and they're tricky stuff. Now we've talked many, many times and many we go over. Check your beneficiaries. Make sure if you have a trust that your life insurance is owned by the trust. Many times people will buy different life policies throughout their lifetime to take care of different things. They never, and the beneficiaries are not checked. Or they'll set up a life insurance trust, which we advocate tremendously, and their policy's not in the life insurance trust, and somehow it becomes taxable inside their estate. These are very, very common things that happen. These policies have to be watched, and they have to be tended to, and we are experts at looking at your life insurance policy. We're expert at looking at your annuities. We're expert in financial planning. That's what we do. And we work in coordination with your attorney, with your financial advisor, with your investment advisor, particularly our expertise is insurance. So we will look at every insurance policy and we will recommend new policies if necessary. So I think that's very important. Um, what else do I want to talk about today? Someone said to me, you know, annuities, they had a couple knocks on annuities because they heard some negative things. And I just want to dispel it. They say, oh, there are, you, you make huge fees on annuities. You make huge commissions on annuities. Well, yes and no. So all the commissions on annuities, first off, you don't have to pay them. They're paid by the insurance company, number one. Most of that money is paid up front. If you're in managed money or investments, they get paid every year for the lifetime of that investment. So they're actually making a ton more money by managing your money over a lifetime than somebody doing an annuity. So, so I wanted to dispel that. The other not knock on annuities is, is why invest inside an annuity? Because of the protections that you can get, because of the income streams you can get, because of the living benefits you can get inside annuity. So very important. And there's tax reasons why, and there's a ton of reasons why to be using annuities, and ton of reasons why life insurance is a great asset to have, because if you buy a well, well-functioning permanent life insurance program where you fund it correctly, once you put your money in, it's never taxed. It can grow tax-deferred. You can take money out of it tax-free. 
And if you pass away, it can go pass free to your heirs. There's no other investment vehicle in the world that has all the protections of life insurance. And if you're not protected and your family is not protected, uh, you need to think about things. Uh, the same thing goes for, we talk about long-term care insurance quite a bit. And long-term care insurance is something I'm deeply passionate about. People say, oh, it's expensive, it's expensive. What's expenses if you go on claim? And even if you bought a long-term care policy 10 years ago and you've been paying premiums for 10 years, and what good is this? Within three months, you'll have used up all the money you put into that. Within three months of those 10 years of payments, you'll have used up all that money. So think about things. I'm here to help. You're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. I can be reached at 631-647-4694. I don't charge to have a conversation. You can reach out to me at any time. Any questions you have, anything you want me to talk about on the program, or anything regarding your particular situation, or your parents, or your children, let's, let's set up a family legacy for everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. A happy April Fool's. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.